0: Good morning liberty well what is going on all of our liberty loving friends this is another fantastic episode of the good morning liberty podcast i'm one of the hosts here charles chuck thompson some people call me charlie with me as always the one who knows just about everything there is to know but not everything mr nathaniel paul thurston it's Dumb Bleep of the Week, my man.
1: Thank you for having me on the show today, Charlie. I really appreciate it. It was e- nice of you to stop by. Every time I, you let me back on here, it is the, the best day of the week for me. So yeah. whatever day that is.
0: I bet. Yeah. I bet. It's usually most days, actually. Yeah. You said this is Dumb Bleep. It is. What's that? I don't even know what that is. Dumb Bleep of the Week. It's where we, and by we, I mean Nate, uh, has scoured the interwebs with his bare hands. Mm-hmm clicking and, and typing and <laughs> has, has somehow managed to find the dumbest things we could find for this week.
1: Now, luckily I don't have to do too much scouring because a lot of our Twitter followers send us stuff. And a and lot of Patreon members do too. Yeah. And the, a lot of them from, uh, from, yeah, I heard, I heard that, uh, old Lions of Liberty called me Nick. That's right. Thurston. Was it John Odermath that did that? I can't remember which, which Nate, one.
0: Nate, Nick.
1: Nate Nick, yeah. Sick Thurston. That's what it is. It's Nate. It's Nate Thurston, John. Come on, man. Nate Thurston. There we go. We got that in there. It's always good to have some cheesy sound effects. So yeah, uh, thank you to everyone, as always, who sent in all the stuff. We got the private Discord channel going for the Patreon subscribers, and they send in dumb bleeps, which I believe a couple of these are from today, and then also people tag us on Twitter, send dumb bleeps. I got people to send me emails with dumb bleeps on them. I got dumb bleeps running out my ears, man. They're all over the place.
0: And you have to sift through all of them. I do. You have to... Read all the dumb.
1: I got to find the most dumb thing there is and then do a lot of research to figure out exactly just why it's so dumb. But actually, you know, I forgot. I wanted to play something that wasn't dumb to start off with today. Oh, yeah, that's right. I thought it'd be good to start off with something good before we get to dumb. It's your birthday in six days. It is. We'll have to have a special birthday episode. It'll be a whole episode all about me and everything I've done in my whole life. That's all it's going to be. And, um... It'll well, be explicit. Y'all send you your what. gifts.
0: Y'all send your gifts to my house and I'll sift through them and give him the good ones.
1: Yeah. Um, so the good one, before we get on to dumb, I just had to I just had to give Thomas Massey some credit here because he did a the live group coming out fire though. It's not good of the week, Nate. Good I know, I'm sorry. I just thought with all the dumb it'd be nice to have something good first. Okay. Well You know you know? So Thomas give the fans what they don't want. Thomas Massey <laughs> was asked whether or not he was vaccinated at this press conference. And his response was just beautiful. And I think that we have to, we got to make sure that everyone's heard it because it was so good. Kind of a dumb
0: question, I guess. Kind of fits in a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was the dumb bleep. Was them asking the dumb question. Exactly. Or people who disagree with Thomas Massey on this. There's a (laughs) dumb bleep. There you go. See, dumb bleep number point one. Here it is. The people asking Thomas Massey whether or not he's been vaccinated.
2: One of the biggest scandals during this whole pandemic is the cover up that's been committed by Fauci and the CDC, especially the CDC, about the effectiveness of immunity that's conferred after a natural infection. After you recover from that, they've completely ignored that they want everybody to get vaccinated, even those who don't need vaccinated. And the science, if you follow the science on this, the modernist trial showed there was no benefit of the vaccine to those who recovered from infection. The Pfizer trial showed there was no benefit to those who had recovered from infection, from the vaccine. A recent study with 52,000 people at the Cleveland Clinic, 1,300 plus of whom did not receive the vaccine but had prior infection, showed that none of them got reinfected symptomatically. And then if you want to compare the efficacy of immunity from recovering from COVID to that of the vaccine, the biggest study out there is the whole country of Israel. Tel Aviv University, 6 million participants in this study, 6 million data points, and it showed there's virtually no difference. Actually, it showed a little bit, but probably not statistically uh, significant, a little bit better immunity from natural infection. And before you all report this, I'm not saying go out and get the, the virus instead of getting the vaccine. The vaccine can save lives, it's certain. But there's no need, the science shows this, there's no need to get the vaccine if you've already recovered from COVID. And, and there's no need to expose yourself to that danger. The CDC knows this. They admitted to me on a recorded phone call that I'll be glad to give you, that they knew they were misreporting the results of the Pfizer data. So you're
3: saying, I just want to, number one, you didn't answer whether or not you've been vaccinated.
2: Well, first of all, it's none of your business, but I'm going to tell you, I'm not vaccinated. And until there's some science, by the way, I have a master's of science degree from MIT. I'm not a virologist, but I can read data. Everybody just <laughs> needs to read. And don't put your head in the sand. Look at the data. I'm not going to get the vaccine until there's data that shows that it will improve upon the immunity that's been conferred to me as a result of a natural infection that I had.
1: Okay. But I can
0: read
2: I can and read. the way his eyes like lit up.
1: People <laughs> say he's condescending, but I don't hear it. I didn't hear it either. <laughs> I don't hear it, <laughs> I any condescension from him whatsoever. It's re- it's a really good response. I okay? think you
0: have to have like a condescending tone detector or something. Because I didn't hear that tone. I just heard straight facts.
1: Straight facts. No cap. Sassy with Massey today. No cap. And one thing I wanted to say, he said something very important in there. He's not saying that you need to just go out and get the virus to be protected from it. If you haven't had the virus, and especially if you're vulnerable, he is still saying that you should be vaccinated. But his point is, if you have had the virus, then you are protected from the same immunity as people who have had the vaccine. And in fact, in Israel, they're
0: showing that you have a little bit more. A, a yeah. tiny, minute, yeah, uh, better efficacy than the vaccine does. He, but he said it's not statistically; um, it doesn't statistically mean anything. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think a great message from him. And I love when he said, "It's none of your business," but I'll tell you, yeah, I'll He's tell you, I'm not vaccinated. Okay, so And he also has a report, a recorded phone call from the CDC. Now, the other thing is, are you surprised by the CDC who said? wear masks don't wear masks wear a bandana if you have a t-shirt cover your face put a trash bag over your head yeah <laughs> and then now you have to wear seven masks and if you're vaccinated you still have to wear two and uh um,
1: there's less than a 10 percent chance of getting COVID outdoors when it's it's mm-hmm. point 0.1 but right. they they say it's less than 10 <laughs> that's yeah that's true yeah There's a lot of stuff that's less than
0: 10%. So that's your (laughs) benevolent government for you. What they should do is just report facts. Yeah. You know, that's, this is what has bugged me the whole time about this entire pandemic that I said at the very beginning, you could probably go back to March, 2020 or April where I said, pay attention to what's going to happen because they're going to skew all kinds of things throughout this entire year, largely to their benefit, but there's no one's going to take responsibility whatsoever for the garbage they put out. And and when they said for nurses to wear bandanas, that was the straw that broke the turtle's back.
1: <laughs> As they say. As they say. Okay, so Dumb Bleep number, that was just the bonus right there. That's just something that was outside of the Dumb Bleep. And by the way, the Dumb Bleeps are numbered on the notes today, so we won't have the... Counting errors that we had last week, it was very difficult to try well, and we count everything. We trouble
0: with the document itself. <laughs> yeah, honestly,
1: trying to get the numbers on here, it doesn't want us to count them. It just that That's Google doesn't want us to count them so on the notes here. Dumbly number one comes from Mayor Beetlejuice Lightfoot mm. from Mayor Lightfoot. Got to love her. So him, her, she has they? officially declared racism a public health crisis in Chicago. That's now, what we've been waiting for. This. This is going to solve the problem. And here's why this matters, because they're going to use this public health crisis to direct a bunch of people's money towards things that probably aren't going to do anything to change what it is or what the reasons are that people die from certain diseases or in certain ways like uh, homicide, stuff like that. And they're going to take people's money in a very high tax area like Chicago, right there in the great old tyrannical state of Illinois. And they're going to direct it towards things that are not actually going to solve the problem. So that's why this is pretty dumb. But let me just tell you a little bit here from Fox News. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot declared racism a Public Health Emergency Thursday, pointing to systemic racism as a leading factor in life expectancy discrepancies across the city.
0: Now, could you just imagine that meeting that they had mm-hmm. and They're presented with the data that there's a 9.2 year life expectancy gap and they're all going around the room being like, I wonder what it could be. Yeah. Maybe we should look at stats and stuff like that. No, no. Somebody come up with an idea of what the, systemic
1: racism. It's racism. That's why
0: S- systemic. It's the leading factor. Now, here's what the life expectancy discrepancies. that that. I just I can't believe someone came, came up with that.
1: I'll read you the rest of what they what she said. She said that almost every single point in our city's history, racism has taken a devastating toll on the health and well-being of our residents of color, especially those who are black. So that, we're not even talking about other people of color. We're talking specific here. Lightfoot said the statement, without family acknowledge, Without formally acknowledging this detrimental impact, we will never be able to move forward as a city and fully provide our communities with the resources they need to live happy and healthy lives. There's no way that the communities will be able to move forward without the government taking money from the communities to give back to the communities in specific political ways. There's no way to do that whatsoever. Now, if you were gonna figure out why there was a life expectancy gap in Chicago specifically, you could look at a lot of things. Maybe you're gonna look at uh you're gonna look at diabetes. You're gonna look at stuff like that. But there's a glaringly obvious one that we have to mention uh, in Chicago, and everyone knows what it's gonna be. It's that there are uh, a lot of Bears fans, and they've been very upset. So there's obviously more stress, and then you end up being no. It's obvious. <laughs> There is a massive, massive difference in the homicide rates between people who are black and people who are not black. That's racist to say. It's racist to point this out. I know. yeah, but if you go through the actual data and you look at the deaths in Chicago for people who aren't black, heart disease, 24.6 percent for people who are black heart disease, 23.9 percent. This is the rate of, of death uh, for people, or the uh, percentage of the uh, deaths for cancer. 22% for people who aren't black. 20.9% for people who are black. Accidents are 6% for people who aren't black. Accidents are 6.7% for people who aren't. So there's accidental racism going on, is something that's going on. A Stroke, 5.9% for people who aren't black. Stroke, 6.1%. That's statistically nothing. And then there's a big difference right here for people who are black, people who aren't. The homicide. Homicide is now the number five cause of death at 5.3%. Homicide's not even on the top 10 for the other category. So there is a very, very big difference here. And you're talking about a thousand people who end up getting murdered in Chicago. And the rate for people who are black is nine times the rate for people who are white or for people, I guess, who are... you know, all all minorities except for black versus people who are black. It's nine times for people who are black. And then guess what? The, the most common age for people in Chicago is about 23, 24 for the people who are getting killed. Now, if you're doing something like life expectancy, and you are averaging in the age at which the average people die, and then you have something that is nine times higher on the rate for it being homicide and most of those occur when people are in their low 20s and all those numbers are being averaged in for people that are in their low 20s versus people who are in their 60s 70s 80s for all of the other things what do you think that's going to do to the average life expectancy rate it's going to be
0: lower because of systemic racism
1: that's exactly thank you i'm glad that you i'm glad that you pointed that out
0: after all these data points i don't i mean systemic racism is what i see
1: Now what they said they did You know it's
0: interesting the top four are exactly the same with Mm -hmm. virtually statistically the same percentages and then number five for for non-blacks is respiratory disease at three point three percent number five for all blacks is homicide at five point three percent this is in chicago now that is just unbelievable to me yeah that number five would be homicide like you have a legit reason to be scared of being murdered if you live in chicago
1: and then you look at you look at uh, if you look at black males specifically, nine point three percent of the deaths of black males in Chicago are from homicides. The number nine point three percent, almost one out of ten black males in Chicago die from homicide. That's, I'll say that again: almost one out of ten black males in Chicago die from homicide. Uh, of the ones who died, of the ones who, of the ones who died, the ones, yeah. Of the black males who died in Chicago, died from homicide, but it's just it's systemic right now, you could talk about drug laws because there's a lot of gangs going on up there fighting over turf, doing stuff like that. I've seen that in a lot of Hollywood movies, you know, mm-hmm. so I think that's what's going on. So there's a lot of things that that maybe you could change in by the way, government laws uh, that could fix things like this. Now, the mayor is probably not going to be able to fix that that would take the the governor of the state or someone like that. So there are things that could be addressed to maybe lower those homicide rates. But just deciding that because the life expectancy is different and ignoring the fact that so many more black males are dying in their mid to low 20s from homicide and not acknowledging the difference that that's going to make in the life expectancy for people, it just sounds like you're trying to do a little bit of statistical manip- manipulation but I I don't know man I don't Well, know. and just, just
0: the facts are that it's largely caused by other black males.
1: Yeah. And black, that does you know that well, it, I, be, I don't really, it that doesn't be, really matter. Well, if, it, it was, if you're if saying it it's white, racism you're that's you're killing that's people, what I'm yeah, saying. you're right. If it was yeah. white people
0: killing all the, I got you. murdering all the black males. Yeah. Then that would definitely be racism. So it is it is you have to point out that it's mostly Black males killing other black
1: males. Charlie, I didn't realize you listened to Candace Owens so much. I, I wasn't aware. Yeah. Ben Shapiro. <laughs> ben Shapiro. Yeah. Candace Owens. That's yeah. really all he listens to. No, okay. I, just, <laughs> I wanted
0: to make that distinction because I feel like that's important.
1: Well, because they're saying the fact is that it's racism that's leading to the lower life expectancy. Mm-hmm. But then you look at this massive difference in the cause of death and the fact that it's not racism that's cut it's not a roving bands of white people running around killing people and drive by shootings or anything like that in chicago that's not what's happening but you know what it's it's uh it's racism and what we're going to do is we're going to take money from your paycheck and then we're going to put it towards these things and then they're going to solve the problem there we go problem solved. they're going to solve it so all right charlie before we go any further we got to make sure we tell everyone about better help Dot That's com. right. Yeah. BetterHelp is this great app where, hey, by the way, if you need to talk to anyone, it's very important to talk to people. Okay. I went, I talked to people. Okay. I talked to I talked to galler and ears off, man. I talked to a lot of people. Okay. Charlie may or may not be using the app. I don't want to I disclose his it. medical information. Okay. I will. I'll tell yeah. you. Yeah.
0: I use BetterHelp and I love it.
1: So, this is a great app where you can talk to a licensed therapist. You can do it over the phone. You can do it through the app. You can text back and forth, okay? Very nice and secure. Anything going on in your life, you got relationship problems, you depressed, you anxious about stuff, whatever it is, you can go to betterhelp.com slash GML. That's betterhelp.com slash GML, okay, to get, what is it? 10% off. 10% off. off Your first month. Your first month. Okay, make sure you go do it. Don't waste any more freaking time. You only get one more. You only get one life. As far as we know, you're going to have one life, and then I don't know what's after that. I've got some ideas, okay, but I don't know what it is. Don't waste this one being anxious and depressed and stuff like that. Just go talk to someone. What if you actually solved the problem, and then you had a better life after that,
0: okay? There's nothing that perhaps nothing might not be more important than mental health. So go get your mental health taken care of with the ease of BetterHelp, betterhelp.com slash gml that's better help help.com slash gml save 10% off your first month is uh this great thing from airbnb airbnb is going to ban landlords who evicted tenants during coronavirus from listing properties mm. so if you uh, own a property and you list it for rent a short-term rental on airbnb and you evicted people for not paying you for that short-term rental during the pandemic
1: then Airbnb is going to ban you from ever being no. able to list that property.
0: This from Daily Wire. Thanks, Ben. On Tuesday, vac- uh, vacation rental service Airbnb announced that it will not be, allow- will not be allowing landlords to list properties on its site if they evicted people for not paying rent during the coronavirus pandemic. Now, does that mean the pandemic's over? <laughs> that is worth it as
1: if the pandemic's because- over
0: evicted as past tense mm-hmm. people for not paying rent during the coronavirus pandemic
1: i think we've called an official end date to the pandemic
0: quote with the cdc uh cdc's national moratorium which they can't do by the way that's the wrong agency the wrong agency has given out this moratorium which i feel i want to say that was challenged in court wasn't it, i it, believe it was down?
1: it was struck down in court
0: yeah So with the CDC's national moratorium on residential eviction set to expire later this month, starting today, Airbnb will ban new U.S. listings when a city notifies us that the listings are located at rental properties where the tenant has been evicted due to non-payment of rent and where the tenant has been protected by the CDC moratorium, Airbnb announced per The Hill. Was the CDC going to
1: reimburse all of the... Uh, all of the landlords that yeah. were just allowing people to no, it's a pandemic live in their properties. It's a pandemic. Ugh, God, this is insane.
0: Properties that are put up on the website after July one will fall under the new measure. You can either be a solution to the challenges that are out there, or you can be compounding the challenges. Chris Lee Airbnb's head of policy and communications, told the the Wapo quote We want to be a solution when it comes to economic opportunity. The company also said. By the way, Airbnb wouldn't make any money if people didn't list their properties on there. I, I know. So now, now you want to punish the people listing properties on there for you to make money.
1: Now, do you, think that they, uh, do you think that they took their fees from people who were paying their rent during the pandemic? I wonder if they did. Or do you think that they just <clears throat> let people keep all those fees and they didn't take anything during that time? I don't know. Mm.
0: If I were an owner, then I would go sue them for the fees back
1: i feel like you should the
0: company also said that it created a new port this is great by the way god i read this and i'm like this might be the dumbest thing that a tech company's ever done the company also said that it created a new portal this is a back door by the way to quote enable governments to manage short-term rental policies lehan said cities could use these tools to flag properties that violate the eviction ban notifying airbnb directly more than forty governments and tourism organizations around the world have access to those tools, the post reported. What a great What a stupid idea. Great. How much money are they getting from that? <laughs> I don't know, from man. The, from the government. Uh Hey man, build us the back door back there. We can come in and just view all the listings and stuff, make sure they're up to snuff. Up to snuff. And if they ain't then we can uh, we could flag them.
1: Just how crazy! I Who's mean, he's never
0: going to take advantage of that, too.
1: By the way, we've talked about the CDC thing a bunch of times, but if you have a house and you are you literally bought the house for the purposes of renting it out, and then someone just gets to stay there in a rental, and they're doing it on Airbnb, and they just don't they can't leave, and you can't evict them,
0: and you can't rent it out to anyone else, and you
1: can't rent it out to anyone else because you can't evict that person. I guess you can rent out to somebody and just be like.
0: There's some guy living there still,
1: so sorry. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> Ugh. Okay. Yeah. So, the, so that was Dumbleep number two. <clears throat> Dumbleep number three. This is going to go to uh, the Reverend Warnock and maybe also the Stacey Abrams, although I don't have any quotes in here from, from her. So we've been talking about the For the People Act. That's where the government's going to take control of the state. Election systems and tell them what they can and can't require for people who are voting, well, Joe Manchin came out there and has a compromise, and now the people on the left are jumping on this compromise. He put the compromise, remember, you we can't have voter id charlie it's It's restrictive, restrictive, it's racist. It's only to stop people from voting. How many articles have you seen about how voter ID is just to keep? Young black people from voting—that that's just all it's for minorities in general. Just minorities in general, just going to keep them from voting. Well, now that Joe Legal Manchin, immigrants. Joe Manchin said he would vote for it, but there's some weird stuff in this. By the way, it's looking like he wants to do a national voter ID, and he wants to allow more, uh, more things to count as something that you can use to get an ID, and then it's also going to have some of the other provisions. See, the voter ID is the thing that even a lot of people on the left think well, maybe we should have some voter ID. So they are now willing to compromise on this. But Reverend Warnock, by the way, he said he said that there is a path to compromise on voter identification requirements. Here's a quote from him. He says, I've never been opposed to voter ID. In fact, I don't know anybody who is. Never. He just said this on NBC, and they're just going to let him get away with it. He said, in fact, I don't know anybody who is, who believes people shouldn't have to prove that they are who they are, who they say they are. But what has happened over the years is people have played with common sense identification and put into place restrictive measures intended not to preserve the integrity of the outcome, but to select a certain group. Yeah.
0: Free, free IDs. Yeah. Free, free state IDs is, is so restrictive. You can,
1: you can use your social security card to get an ID. You can use all, all. I, and by the way, I, I pulled a quote from the Atlantic also, who is just doing a crazy flip flop on this. So anyway, here's some of the things that Raphael Warnock has said about this before in the past. Because remember, he says, I've never been opposed to voter ID. In fact, I don't know anybody who is. <laughs> it's, okay, now here's some quote. Here's a quote. All of these voter suppression laws saying we've got to have voter ID laws because if we don't, they might vote twice. Are you kidding? Have you been in America these last several years? It's hard enough to get people to vote once, let alone twice. He also said, quote, in a moment when they're trying to make voting harder and harder, trying to cut down early voting because I saw your strength dealing with these voter ID laws. This is not about voter verification. This is about voter suppression. They're still playing the same games. That was uh, 2015 and 2016. He also said uh, the state voter ID laws passed after the Supreme Court struck down part of the Voting Rights Act in 2013 were designed to exclude women, black people and the poor from voting rather than protect against voter fraud. Uh, he also denounced the unnecessary, unjustifiable voter ID laws and said they were an affront to Martin Luther King Jr.'s legacy in, t- in 2012. He said, you cannot remember MLK Jr. And, and, and dismember him at the same time, Warnock said. And then, okay, I had but a video also. He called it a poll tax. Yeah, it's the same thing as a poll tax, actually. And uh, remember, he's never been against voter ID, and he doesn't even know anyone who is against voter right. ID. Doesn't know any of them. Yeah starting today doesn't know anyone who's against it because they want this compromise here's a quote by the way from the atlantic you guys know how many things we've read about what people have been saying about voter id Mm -hmm. here's the atlantic the currently available evidence suggests that as improbable as it may seem expanding voter id requirements to all 50 states would do little to to reduce turnout Mm. let me read that sentence again The currently available evidence suggests that expanding voter ID requirements to all 50 states would do little to reduce turnout. So they're now writing to support the compromise on the bill, and they're now writing in their news, magazine, publication, whatever it is, that actually the data shows that if we did this in all 50 states, it wouldn't do anything to reduce turnout. This would be totally fine. (laughs) But you, but
0: the, but his bill would also expand the types of government ID that can be used in elections. For example, by allowing votes voters to cast ballots if they display a utility bill. Yeah. Just need a light bill. Well. It's all you need. Well, this is going to discriminate against all the homeless people, though. That's true. They won't be able to vote.
1: I, there's This is an anti-homeless there's legislation no utility, if I've ever heard no of it. There's no utilities in Tent City. Yeah. That's true. So. What if you got a receipt for the tent?
0: Homeless suppression.
1: I don't mean to be offensive, but I don't think any homeless people are listening right now. So <laughs> it's it's probably I, fine. A lot of them have fun. It's like, I mean, you could talk about Amish people if you wanted to. What do you think? They're going <laughs> to get mad? Post about it? No, you say whatever you want. Okay. I, I kind of like anyway, the Amish. Make, I do too. I don't have anything. Good food I mean, and good furniture. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm just thinking like you could literally say anything you wanted and like, yeah, yeah.
0: It's going to care. <laughs> so, anyway. That's really good. Ornock's never heard of anyone who uh, was against voter ID laws. Yeah. None of them. All right, dumb bleep number four. Oh, God. hmm Oh, my dear God. So, uh, Nate's going to play you a video here that says um, that this Dr. Aruna Kilanina
1: I wanted to give you the words. There you yeah. go.
0: Kilanina <laughs> explains why she said there were no good apples among white people she also explains her claim that white people are i'll, I'll save you okay the words. we'll save it uh, for the to, video yeah,
1: okay yeah,
0: just all you white folks listening up this is who you really are
1: there are no good apples out there white people yeah. make my blood boil when you say there are no good apples out there uh yeah. what, do you, what do you what kind of claim are you making
3: i'm talking about People have this idea that um, racism is something that if you're consciously racist or if you're a Klan member and I'm sort of making the claim that racism is something that is unconscious and it is actually in everyone and everyone uses these words systemic. They're like, you know, I, I, you, I'm, I know that racism is systemic. And yet individually, when you call them out, they'll, they'll be like, well, it's not me. You can't say that. And so there's a disconnect between use of the word systemic and saying that racism is everywhere. But the moment you pointed out individually, there's sort of people disown their own violence and racism.
1: W- would it be fair to say, based on your expertise, that white people are psychopathic? I
3: think I I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's many <laughs> no. lies that and I had didn't get to that part because what I've delivered was only um, part of a first series of talks, but the way, the level of lying that white people do that has started since cult- colonialism, we're just used to it. Hmm. Such what as every time you, sure, every time that you, um, you, you steal a country, you loot, you say you've discovered something. I mean, this is this, le- this level of lie is actually part of history. We don't say that we,
1: okay, that's enough. That's enough of that. Uh, Oh, well, I don't want anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a doctor.
0: In my expertise, definitely psychopathic. Mm -hmm. So how's it feel, man?
1: (sighs) There's a lot of issues in that. The number one dumbest thing about this that I see is that this does nothing to solve any problems. There are problems out there. There are people who are racist. There are things that happen uh, that are racist, and this does nothing to solve the problem. What this does is people hear this and they get upset and they get defensive and it causes more problems than it's ever actually going to solve it's also very disgusting because while talking about racism you're assigning a trait to an entire to anyone who is a certain race literally yeah. in the conversation about racism you are assigning a trait to everyone of a certain race which is racist by the way. But she's that, not white, that, though, so she, that's can, true. She, so she can't be She racist. can't be, yeah, I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. And it's like, white people are psychopathic, they're always lying. Well, what are they lying about? Well, when they say that they found, they discovered America. I've never said I discovered America, you know? Yeah. I didn't discover any countries. Right. I didn't find any, I didn't settle any new lands. I didn't do anything like that. But this need to lump everyone into a, into a group is disgusting. And like I said, it does nothing to actually solve any problems. This is more of a gross bleep of the week. Just dumb and sad. Just terrible and disgusting. I mean, do we bleep. want to talk about history? It's Because it's, we can talk about history. History is pretty bad for everyone, I, it, I'll tell you the truth. It's
0: very brutal. Now, yeah. I do not know who she is or where she came from. But just knowing history and some biology, um, and if she's not, then I'm wrong. Somebody tell me. But she appears to be of a Persian descent. Okay. You go way back to the Persian civilization. Okay. You want to talk about the Persians conquering the it's world? Not it's not good. It's not good either. Yeah. But what lands did they discover? But then even that's but but you have to go back in history and understand that that's that's how human beings were for a long time. It's not right. No one's no one's out here claiming that it's correct and that's the way it should be. But the only way that you could enrich yourself is by pillaging and taking over other people and creating an empire. It's the only way you could enrich yourself. It wasn't until capitalism was discovered that we that we knew that we could cooperate with one another, even people we disagree with vehemently. We could still cooperate with them and create wealth. And so, for thousands of years, people ran around taking over and killing other people, and it was horrible and terrible. But that's the way the world worked for thousands of years. It doesn't mean no anybody's excusing it whatsoever but you can talk about the roman empire the persian empire the american empire the british empire what whatever go back throughout your history books the chinese empire whatever it is they all did the same thing haven't you ever seen mulan
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah or or whatever Three, I just- you ever seen 300 she said something in there that I mean it really details out the way that she's thinking about this which is she she said people will acknowledge that there's systemic racism out there so there's there's racism built into the systems essentially is what you'd say and then she says well but then when they talk about themselves they say it's not me I'm not racist and they just want to go down to individual basis even though they said there's systemic racism out out there by the way Systemic racism does not mean that every single individual is racist. Those are, those are different things. So she says that people are wrong because they acknowledge that there's systemic racism, racism. But then when they talk about themselves, they say, well, I'm not racist and I've never done anything wrong like that. And she said, what she's saying is essentially, yeah, you are. You just, you just won't admit it or you don't know it. Well, she also said it's unconscious.
2: Yeah.
0: And see, this is the problem with, that, the, with the, the white fragility and this entire narrative. It's unbelievably toxic and, and completely disgusting. And I've had several conversations with people who were like, well, you need to read White Fragility or you got to take unconscious bias training and all this. I have, uh, in fact, I have a client, I'm actually wrapping up a contract with them and if they hear this podcast, whatever, I don't care because I believe in my principles more than I do my clients. So, <laughs> but anyway, they um, they sent out an email to everyone, including myself that required unconscious bias training and i have not taken it and i will not take it ever
1: that's in my whole life just because you don't want to face the facts oh yeah that's really that's, all that's it, what is. it
0: is no because it's a disgusting doctrine and you know are there sins of the past that we should recognize absolutely but the, the you know you and i were talking the other day about you know what would what would your answer be nate when they say that you know women are oppressed because they couldn't vote or whatever and you would say, well, that was wrong. Yeah. It was wrong. That's it was all- wrong that black people weren't counted as people. It was wrong that women couldn't vote or own land. It's wrong that we killed a lot of the Native Americans. Like the, it, It's wrong that people to overtook other people. It's wrong that the Israelites were enslaved. It was wrong. that he, All kinds of wrong. It was wrong that Great Britain basically enslaved Scotland and took it over. You saw Braveheart? I saw that
1: in the movie once. You yeah. saw
0: Braveheart? Like all, all of these things are wrong. And now we have to focus on what can we do to actually solve the problem. This ain't it. Well,
1: you, you, can't, this ain't it. you can't punish people of today for what people in the past did. Like I didn't. And this is the problem with, are you going to look at people as individuals? Or are you going to look at people as groups? And it's crazy to be so anti-racism that you hate an entire race of people. That's how ra- she literally said She's talking about being anti-racist and in her speech to her Yale class, she says white people make my blood boil. She's being racist. Yeah. <laughs> She's looking at a group of people and you look at, you could look at one of us or something like that and assign a group trait based on something that other people have done, which is what leads to all the terrible racist things that happened in the past.
0: Literally said there are no good apples among white people. So what's the solution? So they kill themselves? should we get rid of all the white people there are there's sh- no good apples none none I don't, right. I don't know if they have bananas i guess if you have a banana <laughs> instead of an apple i don't know uh, joe said what if they require unconscious bias passport to travel uh, then i won't travel
1: really yeah you're getting yeah, the I'm vaccine but you wouldn't you draw on the line that's because you're I, so entrenched in your racism that you would give up going <laughs> to italy stop but you'll get the vaccine stop yeah.
0: Stop. No, I'll get the vaccine because <laughs> vaccines historically are safe. Yeah. And I don't see anything wrong with the COVID vaccine. So I don't I mind. You. I don't think I need it, but I don't mind getting it to travel. I feel like it's worth it to me. If they required unconscious or if they required me to um, denounce, you know, who I am or, you know, required I, any of those types of things, I would, that's, that's a hard line.
1: Hey, it's your hole. You dig it, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's hurry up and get on to dumb leap number five. That Here was we a, go again. That was, <laughs> all of you guys suck. That was Dumbbleed number suck. four. This is fun. Charlie, do dumbbleat number five. It's good. Okay, yeah, this one is pretty funny.
0: <laughs> this uh, is a tweet by The Hill, but it's a quote from our lovely, lovely POTUS. He says, uh, quote, How would it be if the United States were viewed by the rest of the world as interfering with the elections directly of other countries and everybody knew it? <laughs>
1: Hold on, read it again.
0: (laughs) All right, let me make sure you guys get this. I have to
1: hear that again.
0: President Biden said, quote, How would it be if the United States were viewed by the rest of the world as interfering with the elections directly of other countries and everybody knew it? What would it be like if we engage in activities that he engaged in? It diminishes the standing of a country, and I think he's talking about Putin and Russia. He is. Yeah. So what guys can you imagine 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 if we meddled in other countries elections if we toppled a dictator and then set up a a democratic election
1: can you imagine if we did something as egregious as making online uh, posts in 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 Iraq (laughs) are you We're creating creating
0: Facebook groups and running (laughs) ads.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. I looked up the numbers on it, by the way. According to everything I saw online, the U.S. has meddled, interfered in 81 elections from 1946 to the year 2000. And Russia has meddled or interfered in 36 elections from 1946 to 2000. Now, Judging by the author's name, the person who did did the study, it looked like they might be of Russian descent. So we can say that there could be some potential bias. I'm not saying he's a nationalist. Okay. I don't know if he's biased. I don't know that. But it looked like the tally right now is uh, like a 81 to 36.
0: I love how he qualifies this by saying, and everybody knew it. Yeah, it's. It's like, because, you know, when we meddle in other elections, nobody knows it. They have no idea. Yeah. We just plant those little Trojans. Fire
1: is (laughs) invisible. You can't see it. What's that smoke over there? There's nothing. There's no election meddling going on here at all. Yeah.
0: Look over here. Look over here. Uh, We're trying to solve climate change.
1: Is Joe Biden here right now? You think?
0: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But this is gold.
1: Okay. This is gold. That was... A oh, I love, number five. I love having a good laugh. Always good. Um, here's a topic that we've, talked, that we've talked about a few times, and it's going to be dumb bleep number six. Uh, but there's always different ways to say dumb things. And so that's why it, this could still make it into a dumb bleep. Mm-hmm. So the, um, the article story is, Biden has now canceled $3 billion of student loans. And then someone else said, J. Edward Wells said, so who picks up the tab? You know who. And then the name hashtag cancel all student debt. So the question is, who picks up the tab? Hashtag cancel all student debt says, no one. The treasury just zeroes out the balance to be collected. Your taxes don't pay for this or for anything the federal government does. They create all the money they use each year. So hashtag cancel all student debt. Sounds like they went to the wrong college. I'll tell you that.
0: They figured it all out.
1: Yeah. Who knew? Then and, and you know what? <laughs> Let me see. We do need to enjoy and appreciate the Biden years. That's what Joe just said. And you know we yeah, just like we talk you, you got to remember, you got to try to acknowledge when you're in the good old days, you know. And Trump was fun to listen to quite often. And Biden, we've got some good stuff to listen to too. So we really need to appreciate it more. And the fact that the alternative, the vice president is uh, way worse. Very scary. Not good whatsoever. I mean, let's Are just you appreciate that because it. she's black? I'm, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I, ha- I took my unconscious bias training, so oh, I w- you did. <laughs> wouldn't say anything like that. So the person said, who picks up the tab? This person said, no one. The treasury just zeroes out the balance to be collected. Your taxes don't pay for this or for anything the federal government does. They create all the money they use each year. That's it. Should we assume that that's a joke or do you think the person's actually being serious?
0: I think they're serious, which they're, is I don't know why we collect taxes anymore anyway. We just print the money.
1: I mean, they are making that. This same person probably both says this and that we should raise taxes on the rich. They probably say the same. I bet you look the you, same day they posted this. Yeah, They're probably talking about raising tax. So by the way, when a college lets you go there and the government ends up financing it, by the way, the government, uh, they give the college money for you to go to the school okay they hold the debt or someone else did and the government took over the debt later on okay so the school receives the money for you going to the school and then the government holds the debt after you do that they paid out the money to the school or most of it maybe all of it to the school for you to go there and then they hold the debt that they are going to try and recoup and so when you don't pay it back Someone absolutely does have to pay that back. It's going to be all of the taxpayers or everyone who participates in the economy, which is everyone, pretty much, except for some people living out in the woods that we don't even know about right now. Okay. Pretty much everyone participates in the economy. You guys seen the inflation numbers? They're going up pretty good. Consumer prices going up quite a lot. You absolutely do pay for these things. When the government prints money, pays for something, writes it off. You absolutely pay for it. I don't, I don't think we have to explain that any further. Mm. Okay. You
0: just don't see it, Nate.
1: You just, you, you don't see it. So it's, it's better that way. It, it feels better. It yeah. feels like the evil corporations are just raising prices out of greed. And so you can be mad at them. Exactly. For
0: that. And that's a great
1: tool for that the government. A pretty good strategy. I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. man. Okay. So that was dumb bleep number six. Five. No, no that was six. 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 You're right. Six. Don't you start. Don't start with this counting. That's right. Count gate, dumb bleep number gate. Okay, um, would you read me this? This nice lady right here.
0: Wait, first Nicole had a good one. She said, "I legit had a friend telling me that quote the government should just stop taxing us and then pay for everything." But she, <laughs> but she was working and she couldn't gather the energy to hold her hand through that one. <laughs> That's amazing. Let's get everybody on that page though. Uh, just stop taxing us, and we'll stop there. All right, Nate, you just pulled up a great picture of this lovely young woman who's uh, wearing a mask. And by the way, that mask does nothing. <laughs> First of all,
1: the little neoprene mask that's over that there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now they're comfortable. They are very comfortable. Very comfortable. Yeah.
0: If you're going to wear a mask, that one's comfortable. And uh, in case for all of you listening to the podcast, she, uh, she's wearing a mask, and the mask on itself is printed the words, I'm vaccinated, but I'm not ready to trust you.
1: Wait, does it say follow the science on the other side? Um, no, it says the no, same thing on both sides. That's too bad.
0: I'm vaccinated, but I'm not ready to trust you. <laughs> the other day, when I was going to get my shot, I was like, I was saying, hey, I just got vaccinated. You can cough in my mouth now. <laughs> <laughs> Come to- spit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so this girl's she's I still wearing protection.
1: I, for the follow it I'll never understand the follow the science crowd that uh gets vaccinated and then still doesn't trust uh that they can be around the virus. That doesn't really make any sense to me. The vaccine is to protect you from the virus, that's why you got it. Okay. And now you're vaccinated and you're saying to you, you're still gonna wear a mask because I don't trust you. What if you're not vaccinated? What if you have the virus? Guess what? You're vaccinated, you idiot. Against the virus. Against the virus. You got the vaccine for it. That's what the vaccines fucking do, okay? They protect you from the va- from the virus. It's Follow so, the science. This is so good. All right. This that's, is so good. That's it. That's all the dumb bleeps. All right. One through seven. That's, that's all of them. Um, Y'all get your
0: votes in. Dumb bleep number one was the uh, mayor Lightfoot declares racism, a public health crisis. Uh, Probably invokes some emergency powers for it too. mm -hmm. Dumb bleep number uh, dose is Airbnb is going to not allow you to list your property on their website or platform. If you evicted tenants during the coronavirus pandemic. So Dumbbleep number three is Warnock, said that he's never been opposed to voter ID. In fact, I don't know anybody who is. <laughs> Dumbbleep. And we read a bunch of quotes, by the way, where yeah. he said that he was against it so, so many times. Dumbbleep number four is um, Dr. Ar- Aruna Kiliani. And she explains why there are no good apples among white people and uh, that white people are psychopathic. Mm hmm. Okay.
1: Because they're racist.
0: Dumb bleep number five was Joe Biden (laughs) asking everyone what it would be like if the United States was interfering with elections directly with other countries and everybody knew it. What would it be like if we were doing that? Dumb bleep number six (laughs) was the guy saying that uh, no one pays for the cancellation of student debt. The Treasury just uh, prints it. and Taxes don't go for that. And dumb bleep number seven, the young lady wearing a mask and says, the mask says, I'm vaccinated, but I'm not ready to trust you.
1: Tight race with Joe Biden, uh, just spitballing how terrible it would be if people somehow thought that the U.S. meddled in elections. But number four was this conversation on Mark Lamont Hill and Dr. Aruna is uh, explaining how racist white people are, all of them, even mm-hmm. the ones who don't think they are. If you Clearly are white, then you are racist. racist for Previrted sure. For that one. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. And then, so that is, the. and I wanted to say, why do we talk about stuff like this? Why do we bring this up? It's because I would actually want to solve the problem. Like There there is racism out there. There was a very, very terrible, dark history in the United States, and that probably still has repercussions right now. And what we should focus on is actually solving that problem and actually making people's lives better. What could we do to actually do that? And what's going on right here is not one of those things. This is one of the things that keeps this going on for generations and generations forever okay you don't fight hate with hate all right i I read that on a bumper sticker somewhere okay so you just don't fight hate with hate and that you put that in your heart yeah and you you never let go of it i put the hate and the hate which turns into love and i put that on my heart and i'm gonna let it out okay Mm -hmm. and that is what people need to do not what this person is doing because this makes it worse
0: hey um uh, good news from joe here or maybe good news but this is just in thanks joe for this um as of right now, Joe Biden is losing dumb bleep, but we don't know if we have all the votes. <laughs> <if>. <laughs> Biden could get a victory sometime in the next couple of days. That's,
1: we'll let you know. We'll let you know. Still counting. Still Actually, we're going to stop right now. I'm going to start Sunday night sometime. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Did you get that thumb drive? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I threw some of them away. I kept some of them
0: all right if you guys enjoyed today's episode dumb bleep of the week as you should enjoy every single episode of the week when we do one when we want to then you should hit that subscribe button share the show with a friend a family a foe the children your aunts uncles cousins brothers mothers and sisters and then also leave us a rating and review on apple podcasts if you guys do all of those things go to patreon.com slash and mastermystocks.com then we'll be back again on monday hope
2: you have a good day and a good morning liberty